Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Bezus Hashem Feedback and Insight Share number 92. We're going to talk about how to fall back in love with your husband, with your wife. It's a scary feeling when you feel yourself that you drifted apart from your husband or from your wife and those loving feelings you once had are buried and it seems to have been gone. And it's common in many, many marriages. Um, The important thing is not to deny it when it happens and not to blame each other when it happens, not to um, have guilt when it happens, but rather to work together through it. The good news is, is that no matter how distant a couple, a husband and wife, may feel from each other where they seem to have drifted apart and those warm feelings seem to have been gone. It is not only possible, but it's very doable with the effort to ignite those feelings of love and and gratitude. And even if you had this dynamic where even early on or through the marriage up to this point, Uh, you didn't really have those deep feelings and you feel that'll never change, it can change and it does change. And it's very important to commit to get back on track with one another and to rebuild and to grow. It takes some work. Everything in life takes work. Anything that's worthwhile in life takes work. And you make some real changes and you show real commitment to each other, and you that spark will come back, that those warm feelings will come back, and very often even better than it ever was before. Now, in every marriage, in the, even in the best of marriages, when they're, even if they are very committed to each other, they have ups and downs. There's cycles in life. Feelings come, feelings go. They get buried under the surface where you don't feel that love, and then it comes up again, and you feel that love again, scares couples sometimes, but it shouldn't scare you. Don't get scared when that happens. It's a normal part of life, those ups and downs, where there are times where you wonder, like, what is this? On some times you remember the memories of times where you felt such a Kesha, such a closeness to your husband or to your wife. And then sometimes it's like nothing's there. What happened? Life happens. There's other things that cause it. Like we said, the default mode of marriages, if it's not worked on, is to drift apart and not to be scared or guilty or blame about it, but rather the good news, like we said, and you work towards it and that spark will come back and sometimes even with a greater and deeper force. So there's a few eights to do. Number one is to work on communication styles. When you talk to each other, don't use you statements, use I statements. I feel this way. This way you are seeking to understand the other person. You're saying, in my perspective, this is how I feel. And I want you to understand that. And then the other person in turn says how they feel. And they each one try to understand each other without blaming each other, without having the need to defend, to be defensive about anything. This quiet communication with limited distractions, with the phone off, 
and the eye-to-eye contact and the gentle talking to one another helps, that's the first Pesach to open up, to develop, to reignite this spark, this connection that really is inherently there. Another thing that needs to happen is to work, to give yourself time to work on forgiveness, to forgive any hurts that you felt that, that your spouse, your husband or wife hurt you, to learn how to forgive. And I want to basically say something here that's very important. It's not simply to forgive. It's not simply that you're doing the other person, your husband or your wife who hurt you. You're doing them a benefit by forgiving them. That is also true. But the deeper dimension of forgiveness is it frees yourself. You, you're able to heal yourself by letting go of that resentment, of those unresolved hurts. Unresolved hurts create resentment. And it takes effort to forgive. But when you try to resolve those hurts and you do forgive, it heals yourself. It heals yourself. It's like a heavy weight is lifted off your shoulders. And let's say you think about a previous incident that hurt deeply. When you look back at it this time around, either together with your husband or wife as you discuss it, or on your own, take a step back. Take a step back. Normally you have strong emotional reactions to it of how upset you were. Take a step back and look at it from a different perspective now. Yes, it was hurtful, but what's done is done. There's always tshuva or misunderstandings that can be corrected. We want to move on from it. That itself puts a different perspective on that whole, whatever those incidents were. And when you learn to forgive, it's not just doing a chesed for your own wife or husband. It's taking away a heavy weight off your shoulders. There's a certain freedom certainly healing that comes to you when you are able to forgive. And if it's a two-way street and you forgive each other deeply and sincerely, that is a Pesach to open up for a great amount of healing. Another thing is to make a list of what you loved in your husband or wife in the past. It's still there in potential, even if you hadn't seen it for a while. It's a seed inside that's going to grow again. And you need to remember that and try to go back and recall those nice imagery, happy memories, fun times. That's very, very helpful. Very, very helpful. The, uh, the, and, and not only in the past to recall those good times that you had, but the more a couple experiences good times now, They work on generating together good times now while making whatever changes you need to make to better the relationship. The great Hatzlacha you will have to heal your marriage. So bring back those good memories. Bring back those good points. Write a list of things you loved or you still love, but you don't feel it now, but what you loved about your husband and wife and make a big list about that. And then connected to this besides in the past to create and try new experiences going forward. Bring that spark back again. Recommit to each other. Do things together. Discover new things together about each other. 
to build with each other, teamwork, could be things that neither of you did that much before. You never hiked before. You never took certain vacations before. You never did certain things. Healthy couples need to try to do this, to work together, to share new, pleasurable, happy experiences with one another. Now, it is true that in every healthy couple, they should have their individual separate interests too. They each have their goals and their interests and their individuality. But also take time for activities that you both could enjoy. And that's very important as well. And you nurture that newness. You nurture that growth. And that helps greatly to bring that spark back in the marriage. And another aspect is, is to make the sexual intimacy a priority. Especially if that has become stale and it was, there's a drifting where you barely are together intimately anymore or it has a certain un- lack of interest or routine to bring that spark back. We said many times that though sex is only one aspect of intimacy and every, there's many other things that have to happen as well outside the bedroom and an emotional connection but there is no question that if the physical aspects is not there it emotionally things dry up as well if that part is neglected then the whole dynamic of the marriage changes and becomes distant therefore it's very very important to, to reconnect in a physical way now if there's physical issues as to why it's difficult Baruch Hashem Bismanazeh, with the proper medical treatment, with hormonal uh, understanding of things, and going to doctors, they give you treatments and ways to make it where you do have that healthy, could develop physically that healthy, normal uh, interest in the physical intimacy that could help. But very often it may not even be physical. Usually, or sometimes it happens that the sexual issues happen as a result of each one, husband or wife or both, feeling rejected or distant in the relationship. And when you work through issues with one another, this is one of the issues that needs to be worked to get to know each other again intimately in a physical way, together with the emotional way, and together with the spiritual, and together with everything else to reignite that spark. It doesn't make a difference how long you're married, how young or how old you are. It's very, very important to bring that back. And also, even simply taking walks together, 10 minutes a day, one-on-one, that's the beginning of connection. Sometimes you may start it out, you start walking 10 minutes, you don't yet feel that connection, but over time you feel that connection. You walk in the, on a beautiful day when you both have time through, through, through a beautiful park with a lake, scenery, you walk, you talk, and that's very, very special. And that also connects the two. Another thing also to remember when you're trying to fall back in love, like we say, is that love is the little things that matter, not the fanfare but the simple, thoughtful acknowledgement of one another. Simply the courage to express vulnerability. Acknowledge that you're here. A kind word 
saying something thoughtful, doing something thoughtful for your husband, for your wife, these small little things that seem to be small. It's cold, let me get you a sweater. You're sneezing, here, here's some tissues. These little things matter tremendously. It shows that you have a respect and it shows you have a deep care for one another. So sometimes one Eitzah also is, by the way, is let's say you, you write a list of things that you remember in the past where you had great times together and you write it all down, what you loved about each other and how you connected and all that. Then you write a list of how things are currently and usually you'll see there's a stark difference between those two lists. Shouldn't make you feel bad. Again, no guilt, no blaming. Just trying to understand it. And what you will realize when you see these lists is it's not because, usually, not because something traumatic happened or something like really, you know, crazy happened that caused a breach between a husband and a wife. Usually it's simply whether it's the stresses of life or because of whatever the reasons may be is that either one of you or both of you pretty much stop trying. This is a real secret, but it's not such a secret. If everyone looks deep into their themselves and into their marriages, we realize that a lot of the drifting apart is because we stop trying. And of course, we could be done the kafskos. We stop trying because kids came along and we got busy with them and all the achrayis that it comes along. We stopped trying because Nebuch, there was an illness. One of the parents was ill and got tired with that. Uh, we stopped trying because of other dilemmas that took place or the busyness of life or, or, or trying to get Parnassah together to pay the bills. So it's not a matter, Khalila, about blame of any way, shape, or form. And even if there are things that were mistakes were made, and even if things on purpose that were done, but you learn from those mistakes and you regret it and you just go on a clearer, healthier path going forward, then that's okay. You realize that the, the difference between then and now or between what's, what, what is now versus the potential of the beauty of the marriage that could be is simply the fact that we haven't yet or we stopped putting in that effort, or we haven't yet put in that effort. And when we start doing that, that connection will come back, and you'll fall back in love with your husband or wife. You will see aspects of your husband and wife that you never saw before. Good points that you never saw before. You thought you knew them because you knew them already for many years, and you realize there's aspects of them, beautiful aspects of them, that you didn't even tap on yet, tap into yet, and now you're starting to see. So just to recap what we said in this feedback and to remember it is don't be scared or disillusioned or upset by the fact that you drifted apart. Rather, work on it together. It is doable. That's the good news. With effort, with listening to Shuram on these things and then practicing practical advice on this. And that's why I encourage to listen to the shiurim, the older shiurim, the newer shiurim on this, helps you learn how to reignite these feelings of love, to get back on track, and it takes work. Real changes takes work, real commitment. 
but it is doable and is workable. All of you could do that. You work on the communication, I statements versus you statements, removing the guilt. Give yourself time to forgive and allow yourself to forgive, not just for your husband or wife's sake, but for your own sake, to remove that heavy burden. I'm telling you, when you forgive, you finally learn to forgive and you let go. It's like a heavy weight off your shoulders. I forgive you, you forgive me. It's over, it's done with. Sorry we hurt each other. And we're moving on. We're going to be more careful going on or going forward with each other. It's a tremendous weight off the shoulders and it's a pathway to begin to love again. And list what you love about your partner. Remember the things in the past, write about them, think about them, and create new experiences together. And even though you have separate interests to do things together, take walks together, the little things count like we just said, and the physical intimacy needs to be reignited again. And work that through, work that through, that the physical intimacy comes back again as a normal, healthy part of the marriage. And that is a spark a tremendous spark that brings things back together in all areas of the marriage as well, when done the right way. And if it's to reconnect, then it is the right way. Bracha and